It is true. As of 11 weeks ago, I decided to move myself, my family, my two dogs, as well as Vitamin, off to Florida, specifically South Florida. And today I'm going to answer to you why, out of all the places I could have gone to, I could have gone to North Dakota, I could have gone to Wyoming, I could have gone to the great state of Montana. Why Florida? We're going to talk about it today. So I got to give you the backstory before I tell you why I moved to Florida. So I'm like a gypsy. My dad calls me a gypsy because I, in Armenian they say, Titi nestes, meaning you can't sit still in one place. I lived 10 years in Iran. I lived 18 months in Germany at a refugee camp. I lived six years in Glendale, California. Then I lived nine months in South Carolina, Columbia. Then I lived in Kentucky, Tennessee for a couple of years, back to LA for 21 years, Dallas for five years, and now South Florida for the last 11 weeks. So why did I go from specifically California to Texas to Florida? So let's talk about the move from California to Texas. When I left California, I wrote a love letter to California. It looked like this. If you want to read the whole thing, you can read it all the way at the bottom. I'll leave the link for you to read it. I wrote why I'm leaving California. I also wrote what I think California needs to do. This letter was written probably in 2016, February 1st, give or take. But I explained why I was moving to Texas. And these were my reasons on moving to Texas when I wrote this five years ago. So my number one reason was entrepreneurship. And there was an article at the time that came out in 2016 that said it was by CNBC ranking California 50th for business friendliness. I wanted to go to a little bit more of a friendly place for entrepreneurs. That was Texas. Four seasons. My kids enjoy Christmas. We wanted to move there for the four seasons. Southern hospitality. The service in Texas is fantastic. The people are so friendly. Cowboys and the Texas Rangers. I've always been a big Texas Rangers fan. Then you got cost of gas. It was a buck 58 at the time in Texas versus 258 at the time in California. Then taxes. California is a lot of taxes. Let's face it. It's the worst in America in taxes. And Texas was the seventh best state at the time in taxes. Easy to travel anywhere in the country due to its airports. Cost of living was great. Traffic was different than California. And obviously a great place to make contacts for business in the state of Texas. So that's my reason why I moved to Texas. So now the question becomes, Pat, if you love Texas so much, why Florida? Why would you go from Texas to Florida? And I'm going to answer that to you. But do me a favor. If you like this content so far, and if you like value, Tim, press the thumbs up button. And if you're here for the first time, smash that subscribe button. So let me get right into it. Why did I move to Florida from Texas? It's kind of confusing, right? Let me explain it to you. About a year and a half ago, we're sitting there saying, long term, what do we want to raise our kids, right? All my friends are in California, and I'm a big friend, relationship, friendship. I love my community, LA. I grew up in Glendale, Granada Hills, Northridge, you know, Chatsworth, Woodland Hills. That's my area. That's my stomping ground. I know the people there have a lot of context. I want to go back there, right? I went to Glendale High School. But my wife and I were sitting there saying, long term, if we could live anywhere for the rest of our lives, because we've moved 11 times in the last 11 years, where would it be? So we put Newport Beach at the top. We're going to go live in Newport Beach. Love Newport Beach. It was a house I always had my eyes on. It was on a market. It's a beautiful home. It was a former home of a guy that used to mentor me 20 years ago when I was 21 years old. I wanted to buy that house. It had some sentiment to me, and I wanted to buy that house. And I said, how about Greenwich? Because if we're going to run a media company, it'd be great if we're in New York. So I looked at these two homes in Greenwich. I said, I'd like to go to Greenwich. Finance meets media meets investments. There's so many different things you can do in New York. Then I looked briefly at Nashville, Tennessee. I used to live there. I love living in Nashville, Tennessee. Maybe we stay in Texas. Those were our options. Then the pandemic hit. The moment the pandemic hit, we were kind of sitting around saying, now what do we do? 
We've never experienced states shutting down. You got to put a mask on. What are you talking about? This has never happened to me before. And then we watched all the governors and states on how they handled it. The way California handled it, it was an atrocity. Homelessness went to the roof in the state of California. I went back to visit L.A., where my dad used to live in Granada Hills. I could not believe how many homeless people were around that Petted Park. There was no homeless folks at Petted Park. And then my sister would send me videos of streets. I'm like, there's no way this is true. Then I went to a party one time in L.A. during that time, during COVID, by the way. And I went and drove for two, three hours with the, just looking at what's going on in Venice and L.A. in Beverly Hills, bridges, freeways. I'm like, I've never seen this before. Then stats came out about the state of California. Did you know, according to HUD, in America, we have a total of 580,000 homeless people. Give or take, add another 50 to 100,000 in the last 12 months, but around 580. Did you know out of the 580,000 homeless people in America, 160 of them live in California? Did you know out of the 160 that live in California, 60 plus live in LA in the last 12 months, that 60,000 in LA has gone up 20,000 of homelessness in California, and they don't protect the small business owners. They don't protect the guy that's running a shop. They don't care if you can lay out in the front and customers don't want to go there because they're afraid and they're not taking the homeless, taking care of the homeless folks or the veterans that don't have a place to stay at. No investment back into that. And I'm sitting there saying, I don't know if it's going to be California. So California went off the list simply because of homelessness. Then we looked at Greenwich. We've lived in cold different places. It was actually a very basic decision. Then we saw how uh, uh, you know, Cuomo was making a decision in the state of New York. I watched how much wealth New York lost, nearly $350 billion of wealth that left New York to other places. And then we saw the increase of population going in a couple different states. Texas was growing, Florida was growing, and we saw how Texas and Florida handled the entire pandemic. Texas, they played a little bit more protecting their small business owners. California said, no, you cannot. They're giving fine snitch on people. If people are partying outside and they're outside, so California is breeding a snitching environment. And New York was, no, restaurants closed, restaurants closed, restaurants closed. New York is all about restaurants. A bunch of beautiful restaurants that we used to go to shut down. And then I'm noticing Disneyland closes in California, but Disney World stays open in Florida. I said, hey, we got to add Florida to the option. We looked at Tampa, and then we looked at the other side with Fort Lauderdale, Boca area, Miami area, and we made our decision. So that's the whole process. And now let me give you my specific reasons why we chose the state of Florida. So taxes. I like states with no taxes, and that only leaves me with a few of them. I think it's only seven of them, Nevada being one of them, Washington being another one, Tennessee being another one. Then you got uh, uh, Texas, you got Florida, and you got a couple others out there, right? So amongst those seven states that are no taxes, I wanted to know which one offers the best lifestyle. Florida became the place where I wanted to be to not have any kind of state taxes where you can go out there and create commerce, create business, and you don't have to pay the state taxes. Federal's already going up. Corporate taxes are already going up. I don't want to also have state taxes on, on, on top of wealth tax, corporate tax, capital gains tax, income tax. At least let me have one of them, and that's state tax. So Florida, you don't have any state taxes. That's point number one. Second thing about Florida was lifestyle. I kind of wanted to have the lifestyle type of an opportunity, which means if I want to get a boat, if I want to get a yacht, if I want to take my kids fishing, if I want to middle of the day, take my kids to the beach and come back and we swim for two hours and come back to the office, it's literally a quarter of a mile this way. I go, I get on, I'm good, I come back to the office. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to say, hey, let's go have dinner. Last week, dinner on a yacht with a person in you know, Palm Beach, you got a 132-foot yacht. We have nice food. I like nice caviar. Enjoyed it. Went back to the house. It was good to go. So I wanted the lifestyle part. 
all sports. I got Disney World two hours away. Universal Studios a couple hours away. If I want to go to Naples, 128 miles away. If I want to go to any, all this stuff lifestyle-wise was a beautiful place to be. Food, restaurants, yacht, ocean, beach, any, all of that stuff were lifestyle Florida offered that Texas didn't offer. So we chose number two as lifestyle. Next one was economy. I want a state that's got a very strong economy. Obviously, if we look at data, at the top of economy in states is California is number one, then you got Texas, then you got New York, then you got Florida. I've lived in three out of those four states. The only one I haven't lived in is New York. I've lived in California, Texas, and Florida now. So I wanted to be in a place that's economically doing better. Why? Because the pool of talent of who I can recruit is higher. Out of those four lifestyle-wise, California and Florida are probably best, and I would say New York than Texas. Then between California and Florida, I chose Florida when it comes down to economy because I can recruit talent to Florida. If I tell somebody from New York, hey, I'm growing a business in the state of Florida, I can recruit folks from New York to Florida. I can recruit folks from Chicago to Florida. I can recruit folks from Detroit to Florida. It's going to be a little bit of a different place if I'm telling people to move to different places, but I know I could recruit talent to the state of Florida due to its economy. Next thing was about finding a place where I can also recruit my friends and family because I'm not moving to Florida to just be by myself. I want to go out and recruit my favorite people in the world, talent, friends, family, the people I enjoy their company the most. I'm coming for you. I'm going to come recruit you. I want you in the state of Florida, right? Like Uncle Sam says, but I want my friends and family to be in this great state of Florida to enjoy it with me. So, whether some of my friends who are extremely wealthy and they want to get a $10 million house or a $20 million house underwater, yacht parked in the back, gated community, country club on the side, and you can go in with your boat and go have dinner somewhere and come back, you have that here. But also, affordability when it comes down to housing, you also have that here. Did you know when it comes down to price of homes in the state of Florida, where it ranks amongst other states? Let me give you some states that are more expensive to buy a house in than the state of Florida. Connecticut, Arizona, Virginia, Nevada, Maryland, New York, New Jersey, Oregon, Colorado, Washington, Massachusetts, and Hawaii cost more to buy a home there than the great state of Florida. And yes, California is the highest if you take Hawaii out. They are the most expensive place in America to own real estate and since 1990. California has lost three and a half million people that have left California. On top of that, during the pandemic, San Francisco took the biggest hit of people leaving San Francisco. In Texas, they show registration of how many people change their IDs because when you go to Texas, you show your ID or whatever state you left, and they kind of book it to see where you're coming from. San Francisco grew some 50% uh, uh, from, from, uh, uh, from, what do you call it, from uh, uh, San Fran to Texas. The numbers between 32 to 50% of growth from there as well as Florida. People are leaving these places. So I wanted a place where affordability, if you're living in a half a million dollar home in Florida and Texas, you buy a half a million dollar home in Florida, it's going to be a nicer home than you have in the state of California versus Florida. So affordability, cost of living, you know, what you need to do out there is still affordable in the state of Florida. Do you remember when I said I'm, I'm living in a place where I want to recruit my friends and family over? I also want to recruit some of the older family because sometimes when you're recruiting friends and family, first thing they say is, what do I do when my father He's 78. What do I do with my mother? She helps me with the kids. She's 75. What can I do to have her leave the state of California or New York or Chicago or somewhere else? 
Well, here's a basic stat for you. Do you know what's the number one state in America for retirees? Where people go to retire? It's the state of Florida. You know why? Because it's beautiful for them to take a walk outside amongst other people. They make friends. So many boomers here. So many people to have friends and make friends with. So yes, it's also a wonderful place. Not only for you if you're in your 20s, 30s. Not only for those of you that are 40s, 50s, and a hunt. It's also great for those in their 60s, 70s, and 80s to live in the state of Florida. Next one is weather. I like the fact that I can go outside. It'll rain for 30 minutes. 30 minutes later, it's 82 degrees. Beautiful. You're enjoying it. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been here during the summer. It gets very humid. And I'm talking really, really humid. But I'm from Iran. I'm kind of used to the heat. And I kind of like the heat. And I lived in California. Not only in California, I lived in Chatsworth. Have you been to Chatsworth during the summer? Have you seen what happens in Chatsworth during the summer when it gets to 110 degrees during the summer in Chatsworth? Yes. I was able to make it through that, so the heat doesn't bother me. Going to negative 20 is what bothers me. But 110 degrees, I can tolerate it, although it doesn't get to 110 here. I don't even think it cracks 100. It's 92, 95, any of that. That's the weather. Now, some people will come back and say, Pat, how about hurricanes? You're right. How about hurricanes? But in any state I live in, I got a natural disaster. In California, I got earthquakes. I've been through the 94 Northridge earthquake for 45 seconds when I was in Van Nuys living in that apartment with my dad on Basit. And the building was going like this for 45 seconds, freeways dropping. And one thing about earthquakes, they don't give you a warning. They just say, poof, we're here, shaking your house, right? Then people say, what about, what about hurricanes though? What about tornadoes? Texas. I've been through tornadoes multiple times before in my lifetime. And they just come. You go this way, it comes this way. You go that way, it goes that way. You can't, you can't get on a plane because it's going to the airport. Tornadoes are funny. And like this, they get started with no warning. The warning you got is maybe a couple hours, right? I've been through a war in Iran. We've been bombed on. Cold weather is pretty much nonstop. If you've lived through Chicago weather, it's pretty bad to live through it. And then you have hurricanes. You know what's a good thing about hurricanes and bad thing about hurricanes? When it comes, it's pretty ugly. I mean, if you look at what happened to Homestead, Years ago, it ain't pretty. A lot of damage. The numbers are terrible. It was an atrocity when it took place. So developers have learned how to develop stronger buildings here. The homes built in California would never make it here in Florida, just so you know that. They don't build homes here on wood. Maybe the older home, older ones, but the newer ones are stronger. But the thing about hurricanes is you have two to five days warning to choose to leave. You can go to a different place. You don't have to stay here. So it at least gives you a warning and say, hey, a crisis is coming your way. Move if you want your chances to be lower of you being hit. And then you move. You have that ability. But the reality of it is natural crisis doesn't go away no matter where you and I live. Some people would even call the homelessness in the state of California as a natural crisis because it affects the economy in, in the state of California. But it is what it is. So that's the part with weather as far as Florida goes. Next one is politics. What do I mean by politics? Florida is as purple as it gets, which means what? You got Democrats, you got Republicans. I live in a community where one yacht comes by, massive flag of Trump today, and then the next flag comes by and they got a flag of Obama or Biden, mostly Biden, you'll see, right? Trump, Biden, community. One's got a Biden flag, one's got a Trump flag. Trump flags are everywhere. You'll see Biden's flag here and there. You'll have debates. Some are Democrats, some are Republicans. It's purple. The discussion is there. They're willing to have that conversation. If you in the state of California, if they find out you vote Republican, they want to tell everybody. If you in the state of New York, it's also the same. Here it's welcoming. You're a Democrat, great. You're a Republican, great. You're an independent, great. You're a Libertarian, great. It's Florida. 
They understand it. They're used to it because they got them on both sides and they can handle it. Next one is regulation. If you're a business owner, you know exactly what I'm talking about. State of California regulations a little rough. New York rough. Some of the parts, Illinois, Michigan rough. Florida regulation benefits the creators. So if you're a creator, state of Florida is very attractive for creators. Mayor Suarez sent a tweet the other day talking about how he can help in Miami, how he can help to bring more of Silicon Valley to Miami. He is working with Elon Musk to want to bring more traffic here. Let's build. He is wanting to be innovative. He was saying a couple nights ago at an event we were at at Soho House, he says, I'm about having to pay the least amount of taxes for you guys, the job creators. I want to create an environment where you guys can grow and develop new business. And he went through the whole thing with tech, crypto, creative. He wants to bring Silicon Valley here. It's a type of an environment where a business owner can excel and grow. This is why so many of the major financial firms in the state of in the New York City are moving to Florida because they're realizing this could be the potential future hub of the financial industry, the way it's going. Regulation, a very big part of my decision to come to Florida. Cultural, culture to me is very big. And what I mean by culture is I like every ethnicity. I don't care if you're white, black, Mexican, Salvadorian, Guatemalan, Honduras, you know, Bolivian, uh, Cuban, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Asian, Filipino, Armenian, Assyrian, Russian. I'm gonna miss a lot of them. I don't care what you're, I want my kids to go to a place where they meet everybody. Because my kids are a mutt because their dad is half Armenian, half Assyrian, born and raised in Iran. They look a little bit different. They don't look like a white boy. They don't look like a Middle Eastern. So it's kind of like, I kind of don't know what nationality you are, kid, my kids, right? And I like culture. I like culture from all walks of life. So I wanted to raise my kids in a place where they get a flavor of culture. This place has got a lot of culture. The other thing is travel. If I live in the state of California, if I want to travel California to west, I got five and a half hours to go to Hawaii, right? So that's still a five and a half hour flight, right? But if I live in Florida, if I want to go to Cuba, 45 minutes away, one hour away. If I want to go to Bimini in a yacht, couple hours away, in a yacht, right? If I want to go to London, eight hours away. If I want to go to, you know, Paris is right. If I want to go to New York, two and a half hours. If I want to go to Toronto, three hours. If I want to go to D.C., a couple hours. If I want to go to, it's everywhere, right, where I want to go. If I want to go to the Caribbean, if I want to go to Mexico, if I want to go to Belize, if I want to go to a bunch of these different places, it's right here to travel. It's not far. So East gives me more options than West does when I live in the state of California. The next one is kind of tricky, and let me explain to what I mean by this, because so, so think about if you're, most people oh, from Europe, they want to go vacation to where? Miami. People from California, oh, I really want to go party in Miami. People from, you know, I really want to go to Panama City in Florida for whatever, summer, for 4th of July, Labor Memorial, okay, great. You know, I really want to go to Naples. I really want to go to Orlando for Disney. Tourists come here nonstop. It's a big number. It's 130, 140 million people that come here pre-COVID. Tourism is high, which means what? There's always an excuse to get people to come and visit you. Friends and family will be, would be willing to come and visit you because you're in a vacation place. You're living in a vacation state, if that makes any sense. That's also California. It's also New York. Those are two benefits they also have as well. But so is Miami. It's a vacation hub. So it's very easy to know that. Imagine waking up every morning and you live in a vacation hub. So you're on a vacation, yet you're working. It's kind of confusing, right? Like, you're working in a place where people go to vacate. It's an interesting dynamic. I don't know if it makes sense to you, but it's a beautiful place to live while the rest of the world comes here for vacation. Something to think about.
So those are my reasons why I chose to move to Florida. I'm not telling you it's the end all be all. I'm just telling you it's why I chose to move to Florida. Some people may be saying, I want to go to Texas. Remember, the whole thing about life is sequencing. This chess piece that's sitting behind me, it's about what moves you make in what order. I lived in Texas for five years. Best thing I did, Texas treated me royally because I was three hours from California, three hours from Washington. I could go to Chicago like this, New York in three hours, Miami in three hours. It was a perfect place for me for that five years that I was there. Some of you, Florida may not work for you because if you got a business in California, that's a 12-hour travel time going back and forth. Some of you may need to stay in California right now at this phase of your life because you're in Hollywood. Entertainment, your job is paying you well. No one's gonna pay you a better job even though you're in paying taxes in another state. You're making $400,000. You're in another state that may pay you 280, but you're not paying state. It may make sense for you to stay where you're staying at. So I'm not sitting here telling you it's end all be all. I'm just telling you for me, it was a phenomenal place to move today at this phase of my life. And if you're watching the same pad, you know you got me thinking about potentially moving to another state. I did a video about 10 months ago titled 10 Reasons Why You Ought to Consider Moving to Another State. If you've never watched this, click over here to watch the video. And on top of that, if you want to read that love letter that I wrote to California five years ago, click over here to read that love letter. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.